You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your tired, bloodshot eye having heads. At least that's the case for me after the baseball I've had to watch this week. Uh, it's uh, it's another episode of Locked On Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, as I just kind of distracted myself with remembering what the heck I've been doing this past week. Um, I'm your host, Ryan Andrews of jaysfromthecouch.com. Back on a Blue Jays Fan Friday edition of the podcast, sponsored by ZipRecruiter. It's the smartest way to hire. Um, sponsored unofficially by Bubbly, because that's what's keeping me going right now. And yeah, so this is not really a happy edition of Blue Jays Fan Friday, but we are going to press on because there are things to talk about. Um, Aaron Sanchez gave us some things to talk about, so we will mention that uh, in the second half of this episode. But going to start with who else? Vlad Jr. He is officially, uh, I, I guess, yeah, one week into his professional career and results are not good so far but he's a 20 year old kid anyway uh i believe we stated this yesterday but he's three for 18 one extra base hit three walks six strikeouts some loud fly balls but nothing close to i think what blue jays fans were expecting considering all the hype all the attention that had been paid to him. And we wanted to discuss like what what is going to happen. Because I have seen some fans on Twitter just be like, oh, he's not ready. Send him back down to Buffalo. Let him get some swings. I'm like, really? It's been a week. I mean, <laughs> you, you, you tend to give someone a little more than a week on the job to figure things out. I mean, shoot, if I only had a week on this podcast, I probably would have been gone very quickly because, you know, like I, I listened to some of the older ones this week and it's just, <laughs> I cringe at myself listening to those. So I we just wanted to get that out, out there first. I did tweet about it earlier about how, you know, I am seeing those Blue Jays fans saying that um olivia at olivia tweets underscore hasn't seen it as much um which you know i i appreciate that because that means that hopefully people are smart and know that this is not what this season is about but yeah i just wanted to get some things out there and we'll start with Canadian Goose at Blue underscore Jays underscore Goose making a second straight appearance on Fan Friday. Um, yeah, why why people are are calling for it? 
Um, Goose says it's because nobody deserves a chance with this team. The fact that Vladdy isn't batting 427 with 37 homers and 92 RBIs is more than enough. And, you know, they got the eye rolling. And, and when I when I posted earlier, that is what I got, is a lot of eye rolling at people calling for Vlad Jr. to go down. And, yeah, it, it's, it's like you're entirely missing the point. You see that sweep against the Angels, and we'll talk about that sweep in a little bit. But you see that sweep, and it's just, you know, all the bad things are like, oh, it's doom and gloom. The season is supposed to be doom and gloom anyway. It's supposed to be a rebuild. I mean, we were predicting this team to have 75 wins. We weren't predicting this team to be competing for the postseason. Definitely not with Matt Shoemaker with a torn ACL. Definitely not with the starting pitching being the way it's been. So the fact that Vlad Jr. isn't uh, isn't hitting is not a reason to throw away the future like that. Um, Matt Hall at Hallamaniac07, friend of the show. Um, credits the range of fans that Toronto has in in this kind of thinking. He says you there are legit diehards who understand and support the team. There are median fans who just like to watch and support the team. And then there are bandwagon fans who are so high-low. And it's that third type that causes all this ruckus because... They don't understand the game. They don't understand the process, but they have the loudest opinion and it's all the time. And that may be it, especially considering the kind of state Toronto sports is in right now. After watching the Maple Leafs lose again to the Bruins, after watching the Raptors be dismantled by Philadelphia, Kawhi Leonard's out there playing by himself because he's got no help. Kyle Lowry and Marcus all combined for 14 points last night. That's that's not right. They have to do more than that. And you can blame blame the bench all you want. You need to get points from the guys who you are paying to get points. So I I understand that. And I understand that kind of knee-jerk reaction. Especially when it's like, like, oh, we added a John Tavares. Oh, we added a Kawhi Leonard. These big superstar moves. And if you're anticipating Vlad Jr. being that big superstar move then you're going to be disappointed because baseball doesn't work like that. Baseball is slow growth. It's it's slow progress. Um, Matt Germain, at Matt underscore Germain underscore, who I actually used to write with at Jay's Journal back when I was briefly with Jay's Journal. So good to have Matt check in. It's amazing what happens when you build a lineup on hopes one rookie will carry the load. Blue Jays have done this before with Travis Schneider. The good thing is that eventually, when the Jays have lost enough, Vlad will be helped by Biggio and one healthy Bo. He'll be fine eventually. That's that's pretty much it. Like it's it's one week. It's a, a very small sample size. And again, he's 20. Like, Mike Trout didn't come up and set the world on fire. He didn't become that Jays killer that we saw for three straight nights instantly. He has to be able to, to have the time to grow and and find himself at the major league level. And, you know, this is the time to do it when the results really don't matter. So I'm, I'm actually going to talk about something else they should do in the second half because the results don't matter. But... I'll I'll end with 
Krista King, another friend of the show at KJAK16. Hope you're feeling better, Krista. I know your your back got pulled, so hoping hoping you get better soon. Um, but she said maybe we put a bit too much pressure on the kid. Maybe it probably didn't help. Just the way he's been swinging, the way he's been trying to make things happen. Like he's swinging at pitches that are way out of the zone. He's having so much trouble with these sliders that are tailing away from him. And it it just seems like, you know, it was like Randall Gritchick last year. He's trying so hard to make something happen that he's just wrecking himself trying to do it. And that's that's not what he needs to do. He just needs to to sit back and be more relaxed at the plate. He needs to let the game come to him like he did uh, earlier in the series when he was sitting back and taking those walks, making pitchers work to him, showing that he wasn't going to offer. And maybe because it was a series, like like when he played on uh, Wednesday, knowing that he was going to have the day off, he tried way too hard to make it happen and just could not do anything. Like, you'll get another shot to Homer in his dad's park. I'm, I'm sure this won't be his last visit to Anaheim. So, you'll you'll have his chances. You'll get his chances this year. And hopefully he makes the best of it. And hopefully he'll have help soon. Not via trade, but via call-up. Which, Meyerball won said call up cabin i i think that's something we're going to talk about right after this break but first if you didn't hear me at the top of the podcast just a reminder that we are sponsored by ZipRecruiter because you know hiring can be challenging but there's one place where it's simple fast and smart it's a place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates and that place is ziprecruiter.com slash locked on uh, it sends your job, once you post it, to 100 of the web's leading job boards. Over 100. More than triple, like, it's in triple digits. So, that that's pretty good. But they don't stop there. They use their powerful matching technology to scan thousands of resumes to find the right people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. And it's it analyzes each one as the applications come in gets you the top candidates, and it's so effective that 80% of employers get a quality candidate on the first day by using ZipRecruiter. Dramatic pause there. But uh, right now, you can try it for yourself. You can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on to try their matching technology for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. And yeah, ZipRecruiter, it's the smartest way to hire. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we are back. And we are going to have to devote a few minutes to just Everything that was that miserable, hellacious series against the Angels. It it was being like trapped in a seventh seal, watching the Blue Jays continuously mess up on defense and and not get starting pitching to help the bullpen. So 
I wasn't the only one who thought that. Apparently, Aaron Sanchez thought the same thing because he called it, according to a report, blanking brutal. And the blank starts with an F. So you can understand why it's not being said on this family podcast. But it, it, it perfectly sums it up. It was disgustingly bad. It, it was torture. Just just watching that and, and like ha- being bereft of hope and for the entire rest of the game. And I, I personally like that Sanchez said it. I appreciate the honesty. There, there are some who don't agree with that. Um, Ken Pinson at KDog underscore NL, Newfie content checking in. Uh, he doesn't disagree with what Sanchez says, but it's where he said it. Uh, Ken believes that kind of talk belongs behind closed doors, not through the media. Let's see how this team reacts in Texas tonight. And that's going to be the big thing, like, especially with Trent Thornton on the mound tonight. Um, I believe against Lance Lynn, but, oh no, sorry, Mike Miners tonight, Lance Lynn's tomorrow night. My bad. Um, but yeah, that's, that's going to be the thing. They, they need to have a response. And I know the MLB schedule was absolutely brutal, making them play late night, fly immediately to Texas. I believe they got in around 6 a.m. local time, which that, that bodes well just a brutal schedule on this road trip but they they have to have some kind of response and maybe it is changing the lineup a little bit i know um one thought was to actually move vlad up in the order and this comes from greg appleton at gree appleton uh said vlad is not protected with Rowdy Telez batting ahead of him or Billy McKinney batting after him. So he'd rather see Vlad move up to three and get the protection from Randall Gritchuk and Justin Smoke. And I, I think you can throw Freddie Galvis for now in there. He he has started to cool off after that hot start, but Gritchuk is definitely heating up. And we mentioned that uh, last night and people are noticing that. Um, every friend Gritch, who is the official... Randall Gritchuk correspondent noted that he was hitting four seam fastballs last night for hits. Uh, it's a pitch he's always struggled with. So if Gritchuk is heating up to the point where he can mask that kind of weakness, that's going to be good. Uh, that That's going to be what turns him into a productive hitter, like consistently, as opposed to just a streaky hitter that he kind of is right now. So having that kind of protection around Vlad Jr. could help him actually see pitches in the strike zone, which that's been the main problem. No one's pitching Vlad in the strike zone. And he's swinging at everything because he desperately wants to make something happen. He's waited 20 years for this moment. And and nothing is really coming out of it. Like he had the late hits against Oakland, but he he has to be able to start doing things more consistently as well. So I actually do like that idea. I think one thing that's going to help is not having Alan Hansen in the outfield because, oh my, like, I I don't know if I made it clear last night on Twitter, but Alan Hansen is not a Major League Baseball player. 
He's a triple-A baseball player that is stuck up here because the Blue Jays literally have no one else. Or they don't want to have anyone else, even though they should. Um, Mark Andrew at Blue Jays Fever said he was dreadful. His bag should be packed tonight. Yeah, he shouldn't be going with Texas. He should be going to Buffalo. And I think the solution is actually DFA him. Send him down, because I, I don't know who would claim him. Maybe Miami. But... I would call Lourdes Gurriel Jr. up and I would stick him in the outfield because he proved he's not a second baseman. He can't make that throw to second base. And I, I talked with uh, Chris Weaver at Call Me Chris 316. Um, and he's not as bullish about Lourdes being out in the outfield. I, I think he still sees him more as a shortstop third base type. But... The plan, I thought all along, was to make him a Marwin Gonzalez. And Marwin plays the outfield. And Lourdes has this big frame. He can get power on his throws. So I'm not worried that he's not going to be able to make the throw. Like, you're not going to ask him to throw to home. That's that's why you have cutoff men. That's why you have Brandon Drury playing second or, or Freddie Galvis playing short. So I, I think putting Lourdes in right field is a better solution or or even if even if you don't Brandon Drury has experience in right field put Drury in right field you can I I guess put Gurriel at short but I don't want to see him at short either because he was bad defensively there too I'd rather see Lourdes in the outfield and Mike Burke at Mike S. Burke pointed out that it's not unusual for a second baseman to go to the outfield like that Chuck Knobloch did it when he couldn't throw to first base so the thing is do you want Lourdes to learn how to play the outfield in the major league level or do you want to keep letting Alan Hansen have a roster spot and play right field when he can't do it how do you not get your glove down on a ground ball that's basic like I learned that when I was nine and you can't do that at a major league level it's unforgivable he needs to go he needs to take like Socrates Brito is is so thankful that he played too bad to be in the outfield lately because now Alan Hansen is number one on the DFA list so congrats Socrates you can keep thinking about how you're going to stay in Major League Baseball for a little while longer. Because you have been passed. So, yeah. That's that's where we're at with the Blue Jays. We'll see what they can do against a Texas side that's throwing some junk pitchers at the Miners one, like, four straight against the Blue Jays. So, he's going to be tough. But then Lance Lynn and Drew Smiley, come on. Should be able to bounce back. I'm I'm expecting to talk about wins on Monday. That's that's all I can say there. So all I will say about this episode is that we are at the end. Thank you to everyone who's sending those tweets, sending those comments. Um, so thank you to Krista, Olivia, Matt, um, Goose, uh, Ken, Meyer, Greg. I'm, I'm trying to go through everyone. Um, Chris, everything. Uh, Mike, thank you. Uh, Mark Andrews, sorry. Thank you all for sending in those thoughts. A reminder, if you want to get in on this, follow me on Twitter at NeoAC18. That's NeoAC18. 
Uh, follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's all under Locked On Jays or Locked On Blue Jays, I think, on Facebook. But um, yeah. And a reminder, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, do that, please. It helps us out. So you can subscribe on Himalaya. You can subscribe on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, however you do it. Just subscribe, leave a review. Um, if, if you want to listen to it in the car, you can totally do that. That helps as well. Just, you know, get the word out and, you know, it'll let me continue to do this for y'all which we are over a month into the season and you know we're doing our best to stave off the woe is me thoughts that kind of crept in this week so we'll we'll try and come back a little better on Monday a little more positive but until then for everyone here at the Locked On Podcast Network and at jaysfromthecouch.com Um, I've been Ryan Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode and y'all take care.